the apocalypse of social media. Oh, it's going pretty good. <laughs> Stepped on that line. Caught you un- unaware. Mm-hmm. I almost yawned as well. <laughs> that's hard to stop a yawn, but that's a that could be deadly. Yeah, yeah apparently. <laughs> that's like, what is it? If you die in your dream, then you die in real mm-hmm. life. Yeah. One of those kid legend. It took things. me way too long to figure out that nobody could know that. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah, you don't um, live to tell that tale. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> no, man, it's from talking to people on the other side, man. <laughs> <laughs> so I got a surprise email from one of the teachers at one of the schools. <laughs> uh, apparently, the there's like $200 for each classroom to spend mm-hmm. on classroom whatever. Okay. And so I'm going to get a uh, M-Audio 61 key MIDI controller Oh. and like a powered USB port. It's got some iPad software that goes with it. Mm-hmm. GarageBand works with MIDI controllers as right. well right and since midi is compatible through usb now that's a zip zap hmm. easy connect sure so uh, i'm gonna try it out nice see what i can do what you with it you can't get a kurtz wheel full 88 <laughs> uh not with 200 dollars <laughs> kurtz while i guess yeah kurtz while get an old oberheim <laughs> <laughs> yeah Something that requires a team of programmers. Well, I, I got an Emu <laughs> controller a long time ago, and I thought I thought it was going to be a quality thing because I'd seen <laughs> I'd seen it in album credits mm-hmm. for a while, and I said, "Oh, well, all right, studio musicians use this brand." But then I had uh, I had a lot of trouble with compatibility. Huh. Uh, M Audio was the one that everybody wrote drivers for. Yeah, that seems to be the way. <laughs> I was, you know, looking through all the lists, you know, best MIDI keyboards of 2020, mm-hmm. the best 15, blah, the uh, head-to-head matchup between this and that. And I watched some YouTube reviews and stuff. And I came down to the M-Audio and the Elisis, mm-hmm. but the reviews of the Elisis were that the, the keys themselves felt too spongy and weak. It's, oh. You know, they, they call it synth-like mm-hmm. feel. Right. And I think that just means, you know, plastic and light mm-hmm. so i went with the m audio which has semi-weighted keys right and that's fine i don't need full hammer action no no you know. definitely not if you uh, if you play piano i think you would probably if that's your primary instrument you probably want full mm-hmm. full weighted keys and stuff but yeah true feel true feel yeah but yeah. man if you're just plinking out some some bass lines for uh, loops or just right. showing people demos and things eh. right or, or some just... pad washes <laughs> Using a MIDI controller to enter notation is what more often what I would be doing. Oh, I see. Show, sure. yeah. yeah, I definitely don't uh, really need so that. So I don't have to click and drag mm-hmm. notes onto the, uh, onto the on the screen with the mouse. Right. Yeah, I did that quite a lot in um, at Pasadena City College. They had a pretty nice little MIDI lab mm. for for its time mm-hmm. back in 1989, 90. So I got used to that. You know, keyboard on my left hand and mm. a mouse in my right and. Got pretty fast yeah. at entering notes. So cool. Yeah, so I probably would use that. Maybe go to Goodwill, buy a cheap monitor. Because mm-hmm. my laptop, the one thing I don't like about the laptop monitors is they're short. Uh, right? So they say like 17-inch, you know, diagonal. Mm-hmm. But it's 16.9. Mm, right. 
you know, it's super widescreen, but uh, you can't see a whole lot of um, of uh, staves on the screen at once. So you're constantly scrolling hmm. if you're doing a conductor score. Sure. So I need something tall. Hmm. Find an old 4 by 3 maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe. To plug in as a second monitor. Hmm. Something cheap and used. Doesn't have to be high res just for, for notation. Right. It could be old LCD. Screen burn in. Mm-hmm. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. I have my eye on a Novation, so mm-hmm. that's the, the one for me. What's that, the launch key and those guys? Yes, the launch key, mm-hmm. I think it's a 25 that I put on the list ages ago, but yeah, I think, yeah. I think it's a 25 key mm-hmm. on sale for 110. Wink, hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> that's 25, and then it has the, the touch pads, like the trigger pads, right? Yeah, it's got well. 16 trigger pads, which wow, I, thought 16, was, that's, I thought that was plenty. It's a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really I is. So. I I, yeah. I do like the look of the grid thing. What is it? The launch pad, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah, I do like the look of the launch pad and the what do I want to say? The launch pad clones, because mm-hmm. tons of people are doing knockoffs of that whole sixty-four key grid. Or, mm. but that is way out of my range. Yeah. So the things I've got on there now are just a basic, the basic elements of things, plus having a computer. Right. So, uh, the launch key for a controller, uh, an SM58 mic, mm-hmm. um, sure, sure. The, the old sure dynamic standby. Right. Um, I have tried other, <laughs> I'm losing all my term- terminology. I have tried other condenser mics and they're okay. I just I have to do so much to them to get them to where I, I like them and that they're not harsh because I obviously mm-hmm. can't afford a high end condenser mic mm-hmm. having done some some voice work with an sm58 it was really my favorite mic that i got to use with for, for somebody else yeah for for the price range it's kind of unbelievable mm-hmm. that it could be like the standard mic of the yeah. um performing world right and it's boring but mm-hmm. it's also it's a super solid reliable workhorse you can yeah you can drop them and <laughs> mm-hmm. they're super tough they they last forever. They're designed to I be can... swung at the end of a cable by <laughs> yeah, Roger Daltrey right. uh-huh. for fifty shows. <laughs> yep, just duct taped yeah. <laughs> so that it doesn't <laughs> fling off into the drum kit or the audience. Yeah, but... got a pretty tough uh, <laughs> pop screen on it. There, what do you call that? Is that a pop screen? It, that it is built a in? oh, what is it called? That that little wire ball that goes on top yeah. of it. It is called a grill. With an E, oh, a, grill. a okay. grill, grille <laughs> that you buy at the yeah. shoppy. Uh, that's what that is. Oh, this yeah. pitter patter of rain in the background mm-hmm. is rain in the background. Uh, well, oh, it's, it's more of the top ground. Hey, it's on top happening of the all over the state. Uh, we are yeah. also experiencing spates of rain. Yeah, it's good for us. We're we're just a little low still mm. for the drought. So right, it, it would be surprises nice to me. I thought this year would be a bit heavier, but I guess it's still... The snowpack seems to be doing well uh, up in the mountains. Right. The Cascades are getting a good amount of snow. Yes. So we're, that is we're the, looking good That's there. really the primary concern to me is yep. the, the farmland, but also <laughs> snowpack for water resources is, is vital. That's why I mm-hmm. moved up here, because uh, the water <laughs> yes. wars will <laughs> affect me less. <laughs> yeah. Here on It's Just Called Two Brothers. Uh, it is indeed the name of the show. I'm Marcus. I'm James. <laughs> There's a little hesitation there. Oh, man. I'm, I don't know what it is. <laughs> Wait, I've, been, <laughs> I've just been really tired all day. 
No, sorry about that. That's okay. You, you, you know what you need <laughs> is yeah. to go skating. <laughs> Which I do not know how to do. Uh, I haven't ever. Well, ro- I, I've been roller skating mm-hmm. numerous times sure. in the past. And uh, blading. I've never been roller blading. Oh, you've never. Well, I thought you and mom yeah. went nope. at some point. Oh. No, I say nay. She was a wild woman. The uh, <laughs> Yes. I haven't been in a long time. I gave mine up when we moved because I just never used them. But mm. I did. I did go several times. It was a, did it was a lot of fun. Did you go on the sidewalk in Venice? <laughs> Backwards. Shirt, shirtless dancing. with the short shorts. <laughs> <laughs> I wore a caftan like, like Chevy Chase and Fletch when he's uh, yeah. pretending to be the, the skating <laughs> Middle Eastern guy. I don't really know who he's supposed to be. <laughs> kind of impressed. Yeah, that's really him skating. Obviously, <laughs> Just, mm-hmm. that's him. I, I I watched that the other day, so uh, oh, it's, uh, it's kind uh, of on my mind, especially the theme. There's a, yeah, bit, a, there's a little bit of that there. Never get that Harold out of your head now. <laughs> mm-hmm. That and uh, Beverly Hills Cop, the, the yeah. two iconic Faltermeyer synth scores <laughs> of the 80s. Yeah. Uh, the uh, Charlie Brown Christmas is still a favorite of mine, but uh, more than anything else, the Vince Guaraldi songs. Right. All the piano tunes that he wrote for that. Mm-hmm, for sure. With a just soft snare with brushes mm-hmm. and a little bass. T- tasty bass. Just his trio, his crappy little upright piano that's not quite in tune. Uh-huh. It's, it's, <laughs> uh, it's quite amazing. Just the level of don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's still, it sounds great. It, it, and it always has. But he wrote several iconic tunes. Linus and Lucy, obviously, is the, the main one. Mm-hmm. But there's another one yeah. that probably most people would know if they heard it called Skating. And a very talented multi-instrumentalist named Andrew Bird, who I've casually kept track of over the years since, what, 2008? Since a friend made me a mixtape, a metaphorical mixtape in in digital form uh, that just had a song on it. And I I didn't know who he was. And uh, wow, he's he's brilliant. As I say, not someone that I follow regularly or listen to a lot, but uh, I've been looking for non- traditional Christmas music. And by that, I mean anything in the boomer period mm-hmm. besides carols. I, uh, I'm still okay with most carols, I guess. So anything Victorian or previous is okay. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't want to hear White Christmas. I saw Mommy Casing Santa Claus, Little St. Nick. I really even kind of don't want to hear Winter Wonderland or the Christmas song or any of those things little drummer boy none of that stuff i i'm with you on little drummer boy <laughs> i could avoid that the rest of my life except Strange for but the vince guaraldi version of it which is a nice adaptation i can handle that maybe in looking around for more christmas music i just happened to get the recommended this song and it is part of his christmas album that he just released 
Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's timely and it's good. Nice. Mm. Yeah, that's a nice take on it. It's really nice. It, it's it's got the uh, the violin thing he puts in a lot of his songs. I don't think there's any whistling in it. Did you notice any? I don't recall. He's well known for putting whistles into his songs. I I, I didn't listen closely, but uh, I didn't notice any. And, but a lot of his songs, he, he whistles. He's a beautiful little whistler. That is sort of a Andrew Bird quirk. Hmm. These varied arrangements with instruments you might not expect are a hallmark. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I look forward to listening to some of his other stuff. Mm-hmm. I didn't know of him before this. Well, the album is uh, the, the stuff I've heard in the album is very good. I, I recommend that. Plus, uh, maybe we'll put together a list of recommended alternative Christmas music. Yeah, you could do that. Hmm. Just a few or, things uh, on the mm-hmm. upcoming weeks to, to share. All right. We got three more, right? Or two more. We have two more shows. Yeah, two more. Hey, speaking of shows, mm-hmm. this is show 161, so we got a palindrome. Yes. Every 10. Every 10 uh, shows. Another yeah. 10 have gone by. That's right. Now I'll have to decide. I palindrome. I palindrome. I palindrome. I palindrome. I palindrome. And I am a snake head eating the head on the opposite side. I palindrome. I. I palindrome. <laughs> uh, it has been a whirlwind. Uh, I, I saw a meme the other day that said, uh, this is the listing out the months of 2020. And it goes January, February, March, 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 <laughs> March. 15 times. <laughs> and then <laughs> April, May, June, J- August, September, <laughs> and November. Yeah. That's I don't know. That's how it felt to me, too. <laughs> it just no. just swooshed right by. Yeah, I gotta kind of agree. Hmm. All uh, right. If you'd like to swoosh a message to us, you can send it to bros at it's just called two brothers.com. <laughs> I was waiting to see if you were gonna jump on. Or I was say, too. <laughs> mm, I don't know about that one. Let me restart. Uh, no, you're good. <laughs> if you use Twitter, and you probably shouldn't, uh, you can tweet at us at IJC2B. Excellent choice. Mm, thank you. I've been. I, I watched the social dilemma. Maybe I should put that on next week's show. And oh yes, I've heard, heard good things. Power. Yeah. yeah. Now I remember uh, somebody was just mentioning it today. Actually, mm. it's quite good. It, so the only issue I have with it, I think, is that it's a little short. I, mm. I think there's a. I think there's a lot of important nuance that it's good to understand that you could only get in a longer documentary or I don't know maybe a book. About it, hmm. which which are coming fast and furious.